0: Welcome to Broadcast Media, the inside track, brought to you by ANCAST. And here's your host, Ben Anker. Hello, listeners. Welcome back. On this show today, we've got Grace Amadeo. She's a program manager at Shift.io and a, and a filmmaker as well. Welcome, Grace.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here.
0: Well, the first thing I ask everyone on this show is, where did you start off and how did you get into the industry?
1: <laughs> well, I started off like many people. At film school, I attended Emerson College in Boston, Massachusetts, studied film there, and then, you know, met a lot of other filmmakers. The best thing about film school is probably the people you meet and the collaborations you can make there. So that's where I started. And then from there, you know, worked, worked my way through the industry to, to eventually end up in Los Angeles, where I am now, and, and working at SHIFT.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so you you've, you sort of came from the, the filmmaking and, and the production side, right? Yeah. So after film school, you know, what was it like getting those early shoots and getting your foot in the door? You know, was that a real big challenge? How how, how did that go?
1: Well, the good thing about film school, like I said, is that you're surrounded by like-minded, creative filmmakers. So, so the, the big benefit there is that every weekend someone is making a film and they need people to help with that film. Usually you don't get paid, but you're a student so it's fine. So so you what I ended up doing was, you know, I studied actually directing even though I ended up in a production role. What I actually majored in was directing. So we had class projects and school projects and just passion projects that people wanted to do on the weekend. So that's kind of how you you get your start. I mean, I remember getting hired as a Key grip and a boom operator. And, uh, you know, when you're in film school, you kind of just say, Hey, you, can you hold a microphone? Come on set and and help me make this project. So you get to really experiment in a lot of different roles. I ended up realizing that producing and production was was really where I wanted to be. I I don't think I had the the creative drive that (laughs) that directors really need to have. I think what I what I really enjoyed about filmmaking was helping other people kind of facilitate their projects so I was really good at making budgets and making spreadsheets and making call sheets and organizing all of the crew and making sure we had the permits that was kind of where I fell into realizing that producing was was what I enjoyed doing so I made those relationships in school and kind of kept those relationships through the years.
0: Yeah that's interesting because a lot of people think you know, it's all very sort of glamorous, they want to be near the cameras. But there's almost that, you know, that that producer side and almost like a project manager role. I'm not going to say it's an admin role. But it's it's the it's the it's really important work. And it's not the first thing people think of. But it's crucially important, right?
1: Very, very important. And, And it takes a certain personality type, you know, a very type A kind of organized person. And for me, I think a lot of people that go to film school like you said they have this kind of magical idea about you know, being Martin Scorsese and being Steven Spielberg and being the one behind the camera calling the shots, but you have to realize that on that film set there's 20, 30, 50 other people doing other jobs that are just as important. And if you can find that thing that you really like and for me, I I didn't mind not being the director, not being the person calling the shots. I really enjoyed you know, helping in a different way and, yeah. and being the person that told everyone where to be, when to be there. Here's who we need. Here's how many people we need. Here's how much money it's going to cost. Here's how we stay under budget. Here's how we stay on time. I mean, you, you can't make a film without that person. And I just found that that's the kind of work I liked doing.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could even be a, an accountant in the film industry. Right? Totally. Oh my god, there's
1: so there's so many ways to get involved if if you're willing to, you know, be the filmmaking is such a collaborative process. It's very much like a piece of machinery, and it sounds like a bad thing to say that you're like kind of a cog in the machine, but it's not a bad yeah. thing. It's actually a really important thing to yeah. to fill whatever role that is that you know, you can't you can't make a film without it.
0: And before you went to film school, I guess, was there any calling signs for you, Grace? Was there any sort of flags or sort of signposts along the way that sort of made you think this is, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do? sort of thing?
1: I came to film in a very interesting way. And I know logically this makes no sense. So I'm just going to say it and hope that it makes sense to somebody. I was a theatre kid growing up in middle school, in high school. I loved Theater. I loved acting in theater. I loved, I eventually moved on to kind of theater tech where I was up in the booth and I was doing lights and I was doing sound and I was backstage and I was helping with the props and I was stage managing similar type of work, yeah. kind of a different field. And when the time came for me to go to college, I was really deep into the theater world. And when I really sat down and thought about it, I thought, I don't want to do theater as a career. That's not, you know, I, I was trying to put my finger on it. I want to do something collaborative. I want to do something creative. I want to be part of some kind of, you know, art mechanism, but I don't really want to do theater. And I I landed on film. And I know that's not a traditional story. Most people, you know, they're five years old and they know they've always dreamed of being a filmmaker. But that really wasn't it for me. I, I kind of knew I wanted to do something collaborative and creative, and made the decision that that film was was the place for me.
0: No, that's a, that's a great story. And actually, just leaving film school, did you feel like you was leaving? a support bubble in a way did you feel a bit vulnerable and a bit kind of scared in a sense or did you treat it as this is like a really exciting time how how was that transition for you
1: so I was lucky in that my my last two years of film school I started an internship and at Emerson College they really encourage you in your junior or senior year your last two years to get plugged into some kind of inter- internship specifically to make that transition a little bit easier. So you feel uh, like you're kind of starting in the workforce a little bit. You maybe have some connections. So where I actually ended up my junior year, while finishing up school, I started an internship at a video company that produced event videos. So mostly wedding, bar mitzvah, anniversary parties. We would shoot and edit event videos. So I was able to, you know, it's videography. It's not filmmaking per se, but I got to use my skills with camera and lighting and editing and storytelling. And once I graduated that, that job continued. So I was able to kind of bridge that gap a little bit between not just being dropped off into the wide world and saying, oh my gosh, what do I do now? I had an internship that then turned into a job that gave me a little bit of stability as i was leaving film school and then kind of entering entering the real world
0: yeah and i've spoken to guests before about the you know the need for the soft skills as well as mm. the actual technical skills as well is that something that just evolved naturally for you and and how important was that
1: i always make the argument and maybe people will disagree with me but i always make the argument that i would rather hire someone that's easy to work with than someone that's really 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 good at their job. <laughs> yeah. And for anyone that's been on a film set or has worked on film sets in the past, you probably know what I what I mean a little bit in that to be able to collaborate, to be a team player, to be social and nice and a fast learner and a good communicator. You could argue, are is more important than being the most brilliant cinematographer in the world. If you're if you're a brilliant cinematographer, but you're a jerk, you're still going to get work, <laughs> but it's 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 harder. So, for me personally, I would say I I I've always you know I, I come from a huge family. I've got lots of brothers and sisters. I you know I I always have have worked hard on you know those soft kind of interpersonal skills. But what I realized was how important that is in the film industry that for you to be communicative, nice, easygoing, you know, learned person will get you so far even if maybe you don't have the technical skills you'll you'll learn that stuff. You'll you'll get those opportunities. People will keep calling you back if you yeah. are an easy person to work with and ask questions and observe and learn and you know, talk to the right people. Those those are things that are going to get you really, really far more than just, you know, happening to be the best person at a certain thing.
0: Yeah, they're they're probably uh, the reason why some people get a call out the blue because, you know, you never know when these even social interactions might lead onto something, right?
1: It's so important. I mean, they always say like filmmaking is a networking industry. It's so, so true. It's not who you know in like a nepotism way, like, oh, my dad got me on this film set, but it is about who you've met who you've made an impression on. I find myself in that situation all the time. I'm like, oh, I, you know, my, my normal gaffer is booked for this week. Who do I know? And you start going back kind of in your mind on sets you've worked on before, people you've enjoyed working with, people that kind of stick out in your mind. And that's where you get the phone call and say, hey, you want to, you want to come work for me? It happens all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the journey from the film school to your current position at shift.io, it's a software company. So how how did you end up working for a software company, Greg? Right?
1: <laughs> it is a software company. So so in a nutshell, Shift is a essentially a cloud-based storage system. So filmmakers use Shift, any kind of video producers, advertisers. It's a place where you can store your footage, manage your footage, share your footage. That's what everybody else at my company does. Three years ago, the team at Shift decided that they wanted to open up a film grant. They essentially wanted to, you know, put their money where their mouth is and say, we've always supported creative people. We've always supported creative work and creative processes. They wanted to really support kind of the next generation and and say, you know, the, the big creators of tomorrow, who are they right now? And what they landed on was creating a, a grant program. So they set aside a little bit of budget and decided that they were gonna give out production grants to filmmakers and help them make their films and really see them through the whole process. And they were looking to hire somebody that had a production background. Full disclosure, before before getting this job, I had never managed a grant before. Grant making was not part of my background. I was a film producer, but as a film producer, I knew exactly what. Filmmakers needed. I knew how they worked. I knew how to best support them. And, and shift was really, I mean, really open minded, honestly, in saying, you know, how this works, you know, what filmmakers need. And you're smart enough to figure out the rest. Let's, let's build this together. So they really specifically sought out somebody like me, who had filmmaking experience, production experience, and could really speak to the needs of filmmakers. And that was, you know, three years ago, they hired me to build the program from the ground up. It never existed before. So I kind of created it, built it, um, and now have been managing it for the last three years.
0: Yeah, that that sounds great. And I guess um, reading through the briefs and speaking to, you know, these the production crews to see if, if you can help them or not. It must be quite rewarding, right?
1: It's incredibly rewarding. I am the luckiest person in the world that literally my job is to make people's dreams come true and having been on the other side of that I know exactly how much that means to say we love your script we think you're a great director we think you've got a great idea here here's a check go make that film is uh, I mean life-changing absolutely life-changing and and yeah. you know it's it's a lot uh, numbers wise I read six 700 applications every year and we only award, a handful of grants, two or three, so it's incredibly competitive, it's incredibly tough, but the joy I get from saying yes (laughs) to those two or three people most of the time outweighs the sadness of having to say no to the other 600 people (laughs) that apply. It's, It's a really interesting experience.
0: Wow, wow. And I was gonna ask you about at any point during your career, like the, the real highs, the moments of great euphoria. You just mentioned about getting that program up off the ground, but there must have been a few shoots, maybe. What what are the highlights so far for you, Grace?
1: I think the the most satisfying moments of my career, it, it's it's never every so often I've worked, there was a period of time when I did a lot of commercial production. So I was producing Essentially branded video content, which means I got to work with big brands I got to work with Spotify and Kellogg's and we did a film with uh, I'm sorry we did a little short commercial with the Lucas films we did like a Star Wars commercial we had Stormtroopers on set and that's cool like those are cool moments that in the back of my head I think are exciting but for me the real joy always comes from those sets that just go. <laughs> right where I feel like I have done my job so well. I always say as a producer this almost never happens, but as a producer if you've done your job well, you should be able to just like stand there and let the things happen around you. If you've planned everything correctly, everyone knows where they need to be and and where they need to go and what time they need to be there, it should just kind of manage itself. That never happens. <laughs> but the times that I've gotten really close and felt like I have anticipated the needs anticipated the problems the director asked me for something and i've already done it yeah. that kind of that kind of pride of saying like i'm good at my job i am i am making this set work well you know i'm the cog in that machine that's really making everything around me run smoothly those are the moments that that i feel the happiest.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess linked onto that is you know, how would you define success in, in in your career?
1: Oh, it changes so much. I think for people that work in the film industry, a lot of people have probably a really specific goal in mind. Maybe that's reaching for the stars and saying, I want to win an Oscar one day. Maybe that's you know, making a film that has some critical success. Where I am in my career right now and the work that I'm doing right now in helping to support other filmmakers and giving them the opportunities to make their dreams come true. I mean, if I get to do this for the rest of my life, I would be I would be thrilled. For me to be that thing that helps you make your dream come true makes me so incredibly happy. So, to continue doing work like this, to get to interact with filmmakers, work with filmmakers, support filmmakers, make them bring their realities, uh, their dreams to, to life. I mean, like, I really, I really can't ask for more. If I can just keep doing this in one way or another, I feel like I've really found, I've really found a, a calling.
0: Oh, that's, that's, that's so good to hear. And, um, I guess sticking on the sort of retrospective talking points, I'd love to ask you if you could sort of speak to your 18 year old self now, what would you tell yourself, Grace?
1: I would say you have no idea what's going to happen. So don't worry too much. I think going with the flow is really important I think taking things as they come, the successes, the failures, keeping your eyes open for those opportunities. If if you had told my 18-year-old self that this is what I would be doing, I would have never believed you. I also would have never pointed in that direction and said that's what I want to do. I you know, you let things happen, you take the opportunities, you take the failures. And you keep your eyes open. And I think that to hold too tightly to one thing and say, that's the thing I want and I'm not going to do anything else is probably really prohibitive. So loosen up a little bit, let go a little bit, let things happen a little bit and just kind of, you know, take things as they come because you you never know what might happen.
0: That's that's great advice. I'd just uh, like to give the listeners uh, a, a URL, which is the grant that you manage. Is that right? That's the
1: grant. So it's the Shift Creative Fund. Shift.io is obviously the software company. And then Shift.io slash Creative Fund is how you can find the grant program. In 2021, we're opening up four grant opportunities this year. So if you're a filmmaker looking to make some projects this year, definitely go check it out.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'd just like to say thank you, Grace. Uh, We're going to wrap up now. Um, Thank you so much. It's been uh, such an interesting talk and I hope uh, the listeners will find it valuable as well.
1: I do too. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for tuning into Broadcast Media, the inside track. Subscribe for more real-life insights into the industry and for more information, head to ancast.co.uk.